0: Two trucks having sex.
1: Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles, involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles, involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks. Listen up, Autothotts and to set the Clowns. You're listening to Prime Cuts, a non-linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Audrey.
0: I'm your other host, Nero.
1: And hey, it's been a few weeks, but we're here to wrap up G1 before I leave the country for a month. Yes,
0: yeah, so we're coming off of one hiatus to briefly grace your ears and then going on another longer hiatus.
1: But hey, look at, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and that light is called Dark of the Moon.
0: Uh, oh, what a beautiful, glorious light it is.
1: Uh, Nero's not letting me get away with this one. It's actually pretty remarkable that I've timed my vacations for every time we would have hosted a mo- <laughs> one of these movies so far. Um, but they are not letting me get away with this one, and that's I fair. You,
0: I let you escape Avengers of the Fall and You cannot escape Darker of the Moon. I will no, not that, allow you like to said, escape the one where Optimus says, we'll kill them all.
1: Yeah, listen. Like I said, it's fair. they're they're cruel but harsh but fair as my father would say
0: (laughs) yes Uh, (laughs) so if i sound somewhat different uh it's probably because i'm in a new place recording from a brand new uh house that i moved which is part of the reason for the 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 hiatus the other reason is because i had to get some uh, dental stuff dealt with and that took a whole long time to heal but hey i'm back now i'm feeling great
1: yeah you know hot girls hot girl problems we're hot like you we have problems too Bro,
0: you're here or, to hear we're just about like you fu- just we're like just you. like you we're having
1: problems too except we're hot there we go that's how that goes
0: you're not here Focus. to hear about my fucked up teeth though you're you're here to hear about generation
1: one season one which isn't even the best season of it but boy no. was it a banger anyway
0: <laughs> i forgot how already like fucked up season one of g1 gets in it's it's the it's the most sensible one this is this is like the fucking normal season of g1 really yeah
1: Uh, i mean i guess season three is also pretty Mm,
0: uh, there's some weird shit that happens that's the you're forgetting about the episode where galvatron goes to therapy and also the one where it's entirely an opera
1: I'm not forgetting about either of those things. I'm just remembering the ancient Mayan ruins oh, boy. <laughs> in season one. I'm just remembering the shit that happens in season one. Um, here, Um Here's the issue with being a Transformers fan in the 21st century. Um It's that it actually peaked in 1985,
0: <laughs> I guess. Yeah, G- <laughs> G1 is a hoot, as always. It's this just... Is-
1: this is the best best there ever was and best there ever will be
0: <laughs> like it, it. there is you know there are obviously better television shows in terms there are of, not
1: disagree hard disagree
0: <laughs> in terms of animation writing nope. voice acting
1: nope nope
0: <laughs> but is there more, any Transformers show that's more fun to watch i'm not sure
1: this is not only the peak of television this is the peak of all entertainment
0: <laughs>
1: like this is it why this... did anyone even try after this
0: that we should have just stopped making everything after 1985
1: yeah why this bother? Is, listen listen this is our now a prestige podcast okay we're done we're not <laughs> there's nowhere to go from here <laughs> Except for season two. That's so right, you, gotta... get, you get you you get get two more seasons of this, and it's just G1, and now we're a prestige podcast.
0: That's right. We're going <laughs> to join <laughs> fucking, uh, the, uh, fucking Forever Dog or whatever.
1: Listen, these episodes... And we didn't do a lot... There aren't a lot of episodes in this season for us, no. of, of the podcast. Uh, I mean, specifically, because there aren't a lot of episodes in the season one of G1. But the episodes that Nero and I produced... I think are definitely our best and that's not because we were particularly on our game it's because the source material was so much fun
0: oh yeah I mean there's like yeah we, we've we done lots of good character analysis and talking about animation ever but like it's just simply recapping what happens on screen in in G1 is the funniest thing in the world with, like, mostly un like unaltered, mostly unblemished, just, like, telling you all what happens on screen is insane.
1: I think I'm going to, when we get to season two, I'm going to watch the entire thing twice. Once, so I can actually take notes, so I can record this podcast, and then a second time high.
0: That sounds like a great idea, actually
1: that's that is my plan i got listen there are so many dispensaries popping up in my neighborhood now that le- weed is like recreational weed is legal in new york fuck buddy i'm on it <laughs> like there
0: are so many episodes of of season two that would be great for that i mean the one where they shrink down and go inside megatron the fucking fantastic voyage episode yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know a little a little magic school bus for your woes yeah
0: uh-huh with the evil brain impulses <laughs>
1: Oh man, Autobop. Autobop would be so good high.
0: Yeah, but G1, yeah, so G1 (laughs) is like, obviously it's where it all began. And it's where...
1: And it's where it all should have ended. (laughs) it's,
0: It's the foundation of everything. And so many of the iconic characters we know and love today started here in some form or another. And obviously, because this is an 80s property, there's a lot of like slavish nostalgia bait in this franchise they're just like yo you remember this guy right well here he is again oh that's fine i like those guys you can you can pander to me if you want hasbro
1: the thing, like the G1 designs when they are actually in imp- like implemented <laughs> on models, yeah. Right. Or not even on models, like you know, when they're the right color, or <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you have three of the exact same guy, for example, in different colors. Yeah. But like the designs when they're implemented are actually like good, fun designs. Like it's solid design work, and it's because you had a combination of like mecha anime and like robot toy designers and car toy designers who were doing these so they're like they hold the designs themselves hold up against the test of time and part of that is 80s nostalgia I'm not gonna lie but like part of it is just that it like it they look good I definitely, they do
0: I definitely think when I compare the like and obviously it's kind of unfair because this is a show about robots and and the thing I about to bring up is not but when I compare these designs to a lot of the characters in He-Man or the old She-Ra or many of this show's contemporaries. You know, there's a reason that a lot of them have kind of fallen to the wayside and aren't quite the powerhouse that Transformers is.
1: Now, it's a it's a little bit of a false equivalency because those yeah. other shows had human characters. Yeah. And it is much trickier to make sort of um, like... And and you know I think actually Transformers did actually fall into the same pitfalls as some of those shows and particularly when it comes to um design based on gender. Oh boy. Right? Like, you know, Transformers was able to basically avoid that by the most part by not having female characters. Um and then when they did introduce female characters, well,
0: we'll get there. <laughs>
1: Season 2, maybe well is what i will say about that but yeah
0: Um, i mean it is a thing right and but uh, you know and maybe that's one of the reasons like maybe transformers knew that making a an appealing human character using the shoestring budget cartoons operated on in the 80s was like a challenge and granted these designs rarely much resemble anything at all from the toys right like especially egregious is um ironhide and ratchet whose toys didn't even have proper heads because they were meant to be piloted by human pilots so instead what hasbro did was they just like took the seat where you were supposed to put the pilot and drew a robot face on it behind the windshield (laughs)
1: But that is also the other thing that differentiates it and My Little Pony from like things yes. like He Man and uh, Shira, et cetera, and some of these other contemporary show shows is that the they were designed to sell toys. And He Man, listen, don't get me wrong, He Man and She-Ra sold toys, but well, they were I've not des- But they weren't designed to do it. You know what I mean? They didn't come from a toy company.
0: Well, no, I think He Man. I think He Man did. Did He Man? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the show and the toy line were developed at the very same time. Because, okay, like, never mind. No, um, but I mean, I you know I'm
1: eating my own boot. It's fine.
0: The other, I think, the other show that has had the most successful um, run, other than Transformers, the the franchise that has had the most staying power from this era, is probably Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. That's
1: what. I, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah.
0: Because He-Man and, and she my, And My Little Pony. Yes, and My Little Pony. But that's another Hasbro thing. TMNT is, right. I believe, a Kenner uh, product or something else. But, like, because He-Man and She-Ra, obviously, they're still around in some form. But, like, you're not going to see the toys on shelves. You will still see turtle toys all over the goddamn place.
1: And even beyond that, though, like, Transformers has sort of knocked all of them out of the power. And as much as I hate to admit it... uh it's because of michael bay. Yeah. Like it's because it's because of the bayverse that transformers is sort of like the king of 80s nostalgia franchises right now. He um, even
0: tried to repeat that with the the T movies that he produced on to a much yeah. less successful degree. Those weren't unsuccessful movies, but they weren't quite the fucking infinite money generators that the the live action transformers movies are.
1: But I I do think that speaks to the sort of, like, winning formula that Transformers has, which is, like, wow, cool robot, right? Like, it's, like, people will always, people will always love robots, and they'll always love cars, and they'll always love robots that turn into cars. Like, that is just, like, that's not going to change. Like, that is just, like, timelessly cool.
0: Every Transformers toy is not only a cool robot that turns into a cool car or animal or whatever, it's also a puzzle you get to do. Like you get to like turn it into its alternate mode and turn it back and and do all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's br- it, it is al- it is very brilliant. There there is no no one that did it quite like them. And and the cartoon and to a lesser extent the Marvel comics were a huge part of Transformers. Like just n- like nailing itself into the brains of every child of the 80s and thus ensuring that it will never ever die
1: yeah uh anyway is is there anything in particular about g1 that we want the season one that we want to discuss here besides the fact that it's the peak of all television and entertainment ever created
0: I, I, I should have prepared. I wanted to make a top five animation errors for this because there were oh man, there were some good. Okay, ones. for me,
1: one and two are the two three star scream moons.
0: <laughs> it keeps happening.
1: We get them twice. So nice, we did it twice. Um, um
0: I think yeah, just like some quick prowls, accolades. Prowl's
1: missing face.
0: Oh God, <laughs> some, this is a like, good one. Some quick accolades. Yeah, so like uh, one thing I've never been able to stop thinking about since we covered it is that one fight scene in the cave from i think transport to oblivion where everyone does a bunch of insane shit they never ever do again
1: yes! yeah, yeah, yeah 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 no i know yeah that, that's it. i mean that's not an animation error it's just like wh- yeah. what do you mean you have a an ejectable saw
0: and i guess the, the 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 episode that is basically a 30 minute long animation error heavy metal war um featuring bluemus prime
1: <laughs> oh man, you really missed a uh we really uh missed an opportunity there to put Eiffel 65 into that episode for yeah. 10 seconds. Ugh. listen, this is this is transformers as a television show should never have existed after <laughs> season one is what i will say everyone and i say that as someone at,
0: yeah everyone should have looked as, at the shit and goes we can't
1: what uh, and this? i say this i say this as someone who loves all of g1 particularly season two but also season one very 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 much this is not a show that should have ever existed probably from its like inception but certainly not after its first season um but, like, what a delight that it did, huh?
0: <laughs> and, of course, we give our, our hearty thanks to Ronald Reagan for uh, relaxing uh, uh, fucking, like, uh, regulations on children's television to allow such low-quality bullshit to be flooded into people's eyes.
1: By no means do you have to give it to Ronald <laughs> Reagan. Bye.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the questions here. And, you know, we haven't forgotten about them. We still have plenty here. They're just, um, old.
1: Sorry about it. It turns out Nero and I are living people with things that come up in our lives.
0: Yes. Trust me. You would not have wanted to hear either the episode I would have recorded shortly before dental surgery when I just sounded like fucking droopy dog because I was in so much pain. (laughs) Or i kind of want to hear that the episode we would have recorded last week when directly after moving and dental surgery i developed a sinus infection and sounded like this
1: that also kind of sounds like uh droopy dog
0: oh um all right so first off
1: sorry about you being in a lot of pain though (laughs) i shouldn't have laughed at that
0: (laughs) it's all right i I'm, i'm i got better uh They're dead, but they're fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Robinus Prime starts us off with a very good question. Man, how did this show persuade a whole generation that the Transformers were good actually? Well here's here's a secret about children. They're really stupid in a lot of ways. All you need to appeal to them is a lot of bright colors, and um that's about it really. Just like a lot of bright colors.
1: You know, Robin, it really has nothing to do with the show itself. It has to do with that winning combination I just Mm -hmm. talked about that robots are timelessly cool cars are timelessly cool and robots that turn into cars are like beyond timelessly cool it's beautiful from like a conceptual standpoint that was all that was needed
0: (laughs) yeah it's like they they had the winning formula like on their desk as soon as they fucking saw that diaclant shit in japan and their eyes turned into dollar signs um matrix of leader thick sam in the discord asks if humans could drink something like energon for sustenance but you'd have to give up food for it would you more pertinently if this was in the genesis of transformers and one of the later series where it started which do you think has the best shot of successfully launching the franchise like g1
1: did food is one of the few pleasures in life why would you ever give it up exactly
0: i would not i mean replacing it with energon, that's basically just doing fucking uh soylent or whatever yeah. Just a truly joyless existence.
1: Like, why would I do that when mac and cheese is right there?
0: <laughs> exactly. As for your second question, Sam, that's some, like, fucking paradox. Like, I'm I'm having to untangle things. And I think I do have an answer. I think I have an answer. Because it kind of did um, do... It, it did relaunch the franchise, almost. I think if you put Armada... In G1's place. It would still take off.
1: I think. Honestly I think you could probably do. Any of the series. And find success. Because again of that winning formula. My vote would be for. Prime. Just because it was the first. First time they tried to consolidate. Everything. And I think having sort of like a multimedia. Like if that was the launch of the series. The franchise, rather. And, you know, you were hit sort of on all sides with, like, comics and a TV show and video games and an omnibus explaining the entire universe, as well as all the toys. And, like, there are really also unique designs, again, because of the CG and all of that. I think that would have probably... And it was a banger series, and it did do very well commercially. So I, I think that would probably still take off though it also did have like the advantage of being put side by side with friendship is magic which was obviously a cult classic right um and took off in ways that like no one expected so i think it was more on people's radar than hasbro <laughs> certainly expected um but that would be that would be my vote for probably most likely
0: skyfire sapphire fire fire cast in the chat asks what was your favorite animation era? I mean, space-time fluctuation in G1 Season 1. You've three stars, said. scream,
1: yeah. moon. Three stars, scream, moon. Three stars, scream, moon.
0: I mean, I I I love Blutimus Prime a lot. I think it's really funny because one of the other reasons is that shot lasts like seven seconds. It's long so shot. long that he's blue.
1: <laughs> he's blue for so long. For me, with the Seekers, it's just the fact that A, it keeps happening, and B, it keeps cutting back to them. Yes. Like, none of the shots are particularly long, but it keeps happening, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's that, there's that bit where I was confused whether it was supposed to be Starscreamers like Thunder Thundercracker for the longest time in a fight, because it just kept miscoloring them. And I was like, alright, which one is the right one? Like... It, because it could be either one, honestly, but then it was... It was and you can't voice.
1: even go by voices, because yeah. they mistake voices as frequently as they mistake uh, coloring. True.
0: Also from Cass, what do each of the Autobots do when Spike tries to film them for TikTok?
1: All right, people who... Okay, the ones who fully participate. Jazz. Mm-hmm. Mirage.
0: Yeah. Hand. Well, I don't know about Mirage. He's kind of a snooty asshole.
1: No, Mirage loves the attention. That's true. Yeah, Jazz. Mirage hound cliff jumper bumblebee right the ones who have to get sort of dragged in- oh blue streak uh mm-hmm. the ones who have to get sort of dragged into it optimus ironhide um ratchet and sorry ratchet and wheeljack uh optimus does not participate
0: <laughs> oh, sorry no
1: Prow- prowl produ- does not participate that's what well I'm he's
0: at. the unwilling participant he's the guy they do all the pranks on
1: yeah they make him the recipient of the ice bucket challenge.
0: Absolutely. Um, and here we go. It's it's. I was about up, to so. say
1: I was about to say something about Red Lur, but we haven't gotten to got him yet. yet. Oh, he
0: hate, oh God! He, don't let don't <laughs> let that Lur. point your TikTok. Don't let him be TikTok. He's gonna be talking about the Giants in like no time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's
0: gonna get fucking giant pilled. Oh
1: my- god oh he would have such a huge conspiracy theory following oh no
0: cannot let him anywhere near the internet do not let red alert online
1: inferno control your man
0: inferno has so many fucking parental locks on all of red alerts fucking computers Uh,
1: listeners these are all special tools that will come in handy later
0: So, it's season wrap-up time, which means, from voted Best Award Host by Default, Aurora Borealis. You all know what time it is. It's the, um... The, uh... Hang on. Uh, Let's go with the Spite Witwicky Bud Memorial Award for doing a bad job. We've got a doozy in award season, but first, let us pay respects to the Spark clones who couldn't make it tonight. Sad. Now, the categories are the... I'm a Xenobiologist Award for most baffling misunderstanding of science facts. Most negligent time Spike should have died.
1: Let's and do these one at a time.
0: Okay, sure. Alright, okay. so the first one. The, Xeno- the I'm a Xenobiologist Award for most baffling misunderstanding of science.
1: I might give this to Wheeljack for making the <laughs> Dinobots with tiny brains. <laughs> Simple brains. <laughs> I think. He understood the assignment, but not very well.
0: No, not really. Um,
1: I mean, I can't, listen, I can't, like, fault him for scientific fact, which is, I think, what the question is asking here. But I do think it had the most significant consequences.
0: I'm going to, for this one, I'm going to give the propensity for this show to make big green crystals somehow related to the Earth's core. Still confused by all of that. I they're Ruby crystals. Oh god, don't talk about the fucking rubies from more than meets the eye. That's another one.
1: It's they're Ruby fucking, crystals, Nero. Haven't you ruby, heard of Ruby crystals? It's
0: ruby crystals, they're an energy source. Don't you a know? A very
1: potent one in Burma.
0: In Burma. We drove there.
1: <laughs> okay, second one is most negligent time Spike should have died, the space bridge. Yeah. Easy done
0: absolutely like
1: no question
0: oh god there's also the time he got backhanded by rumble he by rumble. died he just very funny
1: yeah no that 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 wouldn't have killed him though but he should have died with that space bridge at some point oh, he was in it sure. he was in it like two times
0: he was in it a lot of times he
1: was in it a lot
0: he should be hurt his corpse should be hurtling through the void right now like come on all right, the MLA award, the most laughable Autobot award, which Autobot is the least useful? Okay. Hey, Huffer. Huffer, you fucking suck and I hate you. I want you to leave.
1: This is, listen, you know how much. I'm sorry. With apologies to Gears, who doesn't suck that much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, and Trailbreaker, and, uh, I, I guess. Uh, you know, and Windcharger. I guess that you yeah. know how bad an Autobot is when I didn't include them in the early response asking me what all Autobots do for TikTok
0: yes but here's, here's the thing here's the thing about Huffer right Huffer so, sucks so Gears also complains about stuff sometimes but Huffer does it more annoyingly and therefore is worse and also here's, everyone else has his the ability thing. they have abilities Huffer doesn't yeah. have shit
1: also like like everyone else like does it but like Complaining occasionally is different than occasion than complaining being your personality. So much. And that's Huffer's personality. His name is Huffer. His name is Huffer.
0: I'm glad he got killed off screen in Autobot City. I'm glad he's dead.
1: (laughs) I'm glad Huffer. Jeanette McCurdy's. I'm glad Huffer died
0: most valuable reflector extra god there are so many random generic
1: reflector clothes i mean i guess there's there's all of them are on cybertron with shockwave
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the one they test the space bridge on, though. Who hangs out with Shockwave in that one? That's episode. right.
1: That's right. That's good. Yeah. No, but they're all up there with Shockwave, so they're all the MVP in my heart.
0: <laughs> the entire Decepticon army on Cybertron is just Shockwave, a bunch of randomly colored Seekers, and just a fuck ton of reflectors. <laughs>
1: um, funniest off-model shit. I'm sorry. It is well. There's off-model, and then there's off-model. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> this
1: is, there's, I mean, my instinct immediately was Prowl's missing face.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just nominate all of Heavy Metal War? Just all of it? <laughs> Shit looked weird in that episode.
1: Um, There's also, like, widescreen- oh
0: fuck i forgot about why i like widescreen a lot if if we're going
1: more if we're going more traditional with the idea of off model then i would say widescreen if we're doing like just absolutely bonkers shit it's prowl's missing face
0: yeah um the skywarp can teleport award for transformers just refusing to use their power despite how useful it is
1: i mean it's the elite trine it's all three of those
0: assholes (laughs) They use well power i guess starscream
1: starscream once. doesn't really count because his outlier ability is immortality yeah so. he will be using it a lot later right um <laughs> yeah that's a- another secret tool that'll come in handy later thundercracker
0: Thunder- literally never uses his
1: and sky skywarp you can teleport
0: i mean he's the words named after him He kind of has it kind of has to go to him because it's such a crazy useful ability that he just never uses <laughs>
1: I, like I will say like it's mostly the Decepticons who don't use their yeah. abilities. Like the Autobots maybe don't use their abilities as much as they should, but like, you know, Mirage, you see him dicking around invisibly like every three episodes or so, and Hound likewise is making clones of people all the time. Um you know, like
0: doing all making all kinds of fucking force fields.
1: Windcharger Charger uses magnets. his magnets. Sometimes. a whole once a whole once but it was an important time i guess
0: look that's more than thundercracker uses his ability <laughs> damn uh,
1: he he used it he did use it in the first episode
0: that's true all right well yeah i th- i think it's it's got to be it's got to be the elite trine. boys yeah you can do shit trust me
1: the, you're you're the elite trying for a reason don't let Durge ramjet and thrust take take that away from you
0: honestly i think they might use their respective abilities even less than the elite trying do. i don't know if they ever use their actual abilities i
1: don't yeah i think Durge maybe does
0: yeah but ramjet never like does his run into shit thing and thrusts never makes his, his he basically just
1: has thrust never has ability. sex
0: no he's a conehead so he's an incel it's
1: um, true, they're the ugliest motherfuckers on the planet.
0: <laughs> That's what Jersey They
1: look they remember when I was talking about how good the designs are in G one? Not the cone heads. No. Nope. Not those guys.
0: Um the they did have Deceit in the Name award for the times the Decepticons did a good job at evil. Oh, this is gonna be a hard one.
1: I mean them bringing Cybertron to Earth That's without heed without heed of like destroying an entire planet because they didn't give a shit because the destruction would create the energy that they needed to revive their own dead planet. That's pretty evil and yeah. they were pretty successful at that at yeah, it. Yeah,
0: both both Mangatron and Starscream get it for those 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 four episodes. Because Starscream also just he got pretty close to just blowing up Earth.
1: Star again, Starscream shockingly competent in G1. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um favorite funny voice line. God.
1: A booby trap that actually catches boobies.
0: That's it's it's a classic. It's just so. It's good. It's a
1: classic. It's good. Um, also, well, we can't. We haven't gone to it yet. But just Starscream's ah! <laughs> in <laughs> in uh, the Nightbird episode. <laughs> yes.
0: God, oh oh oh! there is Starscream like pathetically going.
1: I'm stupid. I'm stupid. In, yeah, that's pretty uh, good. The
0: DCI when he tries to unsuccessfully shoot Megatron, he's
1: like whoa.
0: And then, of course, funny for, not really the line, but just the, the saga it starts, it's it's Clifton going, I've got Megatron in my sights, and then missing <laughs> yeah! completely.
1: And then I'm missed. I'm
0: <laughs> fired again. And, I and then I'm missed. <laughs> uh, are there, there's also, like, uh, oh, man. I mean, there's the entire saga of the fucking exploding football in Countdown to Extinction.
1: Yeah, the fucking Three Stooges <laughs> bit that they do there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and finally, the past was the mistake award for the most. Oh, right, this show was made by a bunch of coked out white guys in the eighties.
1: So I'm not sure about this. There's oh, there's a lot this more of just, that in yeah.
0: season two. If you are talking about just bizarre shit happening,
1: I have, I have to. I have to go with the Mayan episode again. Yeah. Um. Just because mostly just because the depiction of the Peruvians was like of the indigenous Peruvians there was like not excellent.
0: No, but it was less extremely was racist less... and more like baffling.
1: Right. <laughs> I
0: don't I know mean, what happened there. It
1: could be, listen, no one was called a slur, so no. we're up <laughs> we're up from other series of the time, I guess, but like not excellent is what i no, will say
0: no not great um, would
1: not i would say would not fly in 2023
0: for sure uh and uh from Cass again skyfire sapphire fire fire outside of context from other transformers media which g1 bot is your favorite starscream
1: yeah, so if we're talking about, I don't know if you mean bot by like any of them, or if you mean specifically Autobot. If we're talking about any of them, Starscream's just the funniest motherfucker he's ever created. So
0: funny! He's
1: <laughs> like, so funny. listen, he's my favorite in every continuity, but that's because they like peaked when they created him. He's the funniest character ever made. I love him so much. Yeah. Um, if we're going if we're ta- by
0: Autobot, uh, Wheeljack probably.
1: Yeah, with, da- with it's that's a tough call, but it is going to be Wheeljack for me, for sure.
0: For similar reasons, because he's just the funniest motherfucker alive.
1: He's so... They're so funny. And listen, in the comics, they're a good couple.
0: Yes. And uh, and she also asks, in context of knowledge, um, like, it, that, that mostly means... Still Starscream.
1: In def- definitely Starscream.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, idw One Starscream is really quite good. Um like uh it's probably for me personally, either Soundwave or Grimlock.
1: Not Cyclonus?
0: He there's one version of him that I love a lot, but the yeah. problem with that is that almost every other version of him is kind of boring. That's um, true. But that but I one Cyclonus is probably my favorite Transformers character. He's just so drastically different from almost every other version of the character. Uh, that he almost doesn't count to me. Like, that's just a different guy, almost.
1: That's fair. That's Um, just a gay Catholic. (laughs) It's like, Lotus has become Catholic. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy for me to say Starscream, because Starscream has been in more continuities than any other character in the Transformers franchise. Um... And we talked about this before and that includes optimus and megatron because of beast wars and beast machines right um where they are not technically optimus and megatron but primal and megatronus mm-hmm. um but starscream is still starscream <laughs> he is, um
0: we will, we will we will see someday he is in beast wars <laughs>
1: He l- listen. He is in Beast Wars, and he is Starscream. And so is ra- uh, and so
0: is Ravage, and Ravage over the years have, has become Russian. <laughs> I don't know why, but he has.
1: So it's really easy for me to say Starscream just because he's so ubiquitous and he's such a fan favorite. Like that's why he's so ubiquitous. Yes, um, uh, is because everyone fucking loves him. But here's. Here's a uh, a thought for you. That's because he rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's because he's a great fucking character. Everyone um, saw
0: this guy in the 80s and instantly knew, "Oh, this guy rules. This guy's funny as fuck. Let's put him in everything."
1: Knowing other continuity stuff as well, RC's pretty high up for me. Mm-hmm. Um I really like RC in most continuities, and I think she has had the benefit for for better or for worse of having um, the most sort of variation in her character yes. without sort of completely like cyclonist detaching from what that character was
0: because i think one of the things about rc in g1 is she was so blandly yeah woman character right that, like, yeah they she's... can just do whatever
1: and and on the same note actually alita one yes um who... even
0: more perhaps bland yeah. woman character than rc because she's in less of the show
1: right um like those two characters again you know rc's been in much but if you take like rc from g1 to like the idw1 comics to um prime to and you know what yeah to animated yeah i think that's like i think that creates a really interesting um history for a character um and again like you can sort of see the evolution of her character through those things like Unlike Cyclonus, she's been in enough media that like you can actually see her change for better or for worse. We will not talk about Simon Furman. Um but you can actually see the evolution of her change there as opposed and like you can sort of connect the dots, um, as opposed to having like this character who might as well just be a new character, you know what I mean?
0: Right. And finally here in the Discord from Aurora once again. Do you think Dinobots and Constructicons hang out and have snacks together when they're not uh, in battle?
1: No, they, no, Dinobots don't have snacks with anyone. The G1 Dinobots, most of the Dinobots in all continuities hate everyone who's not a con- oh, uh, yeah. Dinobot, but like G1 in particular is like, I don't trust like that.
0: Yeah, they are off on their own, like almost every version of the G1 Dinobots are these like fucking... Grizzled, distrustful outsiders who just happen to be the biggest badasses in the universe. Yeah, I do not they don't hang out. Uh the Constructicons hang out with like the fucking robots. I guess. I think they however. hang
1: out with the Combaticons.
0: Oh god. Oh I think, God
1: <laughs> I think Hook gets all of his surgery tools from Swindoll.
0: There's still a drone this one. No, it's just um just like some jelly or something. Don't worry about that.
1: I think they trade, I think they trade so that the Combaticons get, like, free repairs.
0: Yep, absolutely. Because they need them due to the fact that they're always getting their asses
1: kicked. (laughs) Bruticus so good. So, so good.
0: Except really, really, really (laughs) stupid. (laughs) Just the dumbest motherfucker you've ever met in your life, and he's covered
1: in guns. Combiner, the cooler Combiner.
0: (laughs) Like Devastator is certainly not bright. I'm never going to accuse Devastator of being smart. He is at least he is.
1: is Well, depending depending on
0: (laughs) who's the head, but
1: depending if someone gets uh, forcibly kidnapped into a polycule.
0: Yeah, but normal configuration of Devastator, kind pretty dumb, but like normal dumb. Bruticus is just the combat. (sighs) He's he's quite something else. We'll like get the
1: there. The Are my onslaught? Like what do you?
0: <laughs> yeah, they have less. They have Come less group cohesion than the, the than the fucking constructicons. Think about that for a moment.
1: <laughs> but you know, it's really fucked up. More group cohesion than the stunticons.
0: Oh, Menosor is not. Is he's just like a fucking natural disaster.
1: <laughs> Motormaster, is Motor so normal. these
0: are
1: are all fun tools that will come in handy in season two
0: and we actually have one last question on twitter from thoughtemus prime Blabs at Blabs. you're a kid in the 80s watching this and the hottest thing in that era is the is the cross promotional cartoon continuity crossovers pitch me your ideal or just really funny g1 crossover episodes with whoever what's funny is that this basically exists now that's the um
1: yeah
0: i forget what that line is called but there's like the fucking Autobahu who is the delorean from back to the future the autobah who is the fucking ecto-1 from ghostbusters there's an entire comic where they hang out with the cast of the original star trek there's a terminator crossover comic like they're, they're, they, they realize that they've been okay. fucking losing time on these cheesy 80s crossovers and they're just fucking pumping them out these days.
1: No, I got it. I got it. Tron.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: Tron came out in 1982. I just looked it up. Yes. Tron.
0: How would the Tron crossover go?
1: They're the motorcycles.
0: Oh, fuck. They're the light cycles. They could also be the weird, uh, they're literally like thingies. every
1: they're literally every machine in the digital world. And then you get
0: like, it's like the Autobots have to go into the digital world to save Spike, who's been kidnapped by a fucking evil computer virus, and they're led by Chip Chase, who is their like yes! human friend who in, in taking them through the virtual digital
1: world. And Sora is there. It's great.
0: Data Riku. <laughs> um I think there could have been a very powerful Transformers and Ninja Turtles crossover. Like
1: Yeah, you're right. No, they Shredder could Shredder
0: makes a mech. Shredder, like, steals and brainwashes one of the combiner teams and the turtles have to call in the Autobots. Krang is there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, there couldn't have been because rival toy companies. But oh, yes, yeah. that would there have were, been.
0: There's no way they would have done it. Um and, well in that case the <laughs> they could have had a crossover with My Little Pony. Those are the same,
1: yeah. Or Gem. The other, the other idea that came to yes, uh, the other idea that came to mind, and this is a little late because it's 1990, um, is Captain Planet.
0: Fuck. I mean, Megatron literally is just a Captain Planet villain for most of it, yeah. Right? Like he's literally just doing ecological terrorism.
1: Yeah. The oh. G one is very focused on environmental stuff.
0: And I should say the one the one eighties property that Transformers does actually cross over with constantly is obviously G.I. Joe. Mr.
1: G.I. Joseph himself.
0: There are like fucking seven different Transformers versus G.I. Joe comics from like four different imprints. It's crazy. Um yeah, that's that's the one because obviously same toy company, same era, generally the same vibe.
1: Same same audience is same the audience more important part the big one, than yeah. the vibe. Is that it's you know targeting? They only ever
0: boys. actually crossed over once though, because the Cobra Commander is in an episode of season three of G One, and another Marissa Fairborn, who is like the the main human character other than Daniel in uh, season three, is I think Duke and Scarlet's daughter or something.
1: Oh you know what would have been interesting? What? Voltron.
0: Oh yeah. That would have been interesting.
1: It's kinda it kinda makes me think of like the Rom comics. Oh yeah.
0: The Rom the Space Knight. Alright. Um that is all for our questions and all for our season wrap of G1, which means it's time for me to reveal finally what we'll be talking about after this hiatus.
1: You'll never guess.
0: <laughs> it's Beast Wars. I'm picking Beast Wars next um
1: nero wants me specifically to suffer so
0: i will beast wars now i'm never gonna say to anyone that beast wars is a show that has aged well in the animation department because all of you have eyes um
1: <laughs> it's a rough
0: watch it they do get better it does get better as they go along they get better models they get better ba- <laughs> the backgrounds are the okay. big one. they get better backgrounds
1: listeners don't listen to them the bar is look, on the ground <laughs>
0: look it still looks better than Energon does, at least. <laughs> Once again, uh, right. the bar is under underground. But the, the thing about Beast Wars is that a shocking amount of modern Transformers lore originates in Beast Wars. Not not G1. Um, sparks are a thing that first uh, was established in Beast Wars. The Covenant of Primus is a thing that first appeared in Beast Wars. There's so many things that like beast wars specifically is responsible for canonizing into like franchise history and also i just think it's i think it's still a very solid show in terms of like writing and character work it's just fun and if we can appreciate this show's terrible animation we can look past beast wars's janky ass animation
1: (laughs) we perhaps
0: i will perhaps i will be the beast era connoisseur what if i come out of what this and it? i think beast machines is the best Transformers show i don't think that'll happen but it could happen
1: oh uh, that might be the end of the podcast <laughs> um but, uh, and to, and
0: to, we'll have to sever this fucking professional partnership and never talk exactly it again. i have to go exactly. live in, i have to go live in the mountains with the rest of the beast machines enjoyers <laughs> All two of them. All two of them. Two is a two is a, as a high, <laughs> generous Yeah.
1: Um, listen, who who knows, listeners? Uh, obviously, Beast Wars I think is a very important show for the franchise's canon, not only in terms of the things Nero just described that it introduced and and sort of you know canonized, but also. That it was willing to experiment with this new style of animation very poorly, mind you. But that, you know, it was willing. I think Beast Wars demonstrates a willingness from Hasbro that would treat it well moving forward to sort of adapt with the times. um, And say, like, okay, you know, cars are out, animals are in, let's go, let's do it. Yes. Uh, 2D's out, 3D is in, let's go, let's do it. Um, while I may not like to look at it, (laughs) I, I do appreciate sort of the boundaries that it was pushing and it is obviously, the Beast Wars is a huge fan favorite, um, particularly among people my age, um, in their, uh, late millennials, shall we say, people in their early thirties now.
0: Um. 90s kids love Beast Wars.
1: Yeah, basically, literally, um. So who knows? Maybe I'll watch Beast Wars. I never watched Beast Machines, but maybe I'll watch Beast Wars, and this time I'll love it. I won't, but maybe I will.
0: You find it in your heart to
1: appreciate Rat Trap. I do love Rat um,
0: Trap. Rat Trap. Rat Trap. Yo, I'm from Brooklyn. It's me, Rat Trap. I think
1: it was. I think it was really brave of them to make a canonically gay rat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and so to, you know, I usually like to talk a little bit about uh, the 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 sort of place the thing has in this in this part of the episode we won't clog up the the premiere, but I didn't prepare much, but I will say as a reminder for what Beast Wars kind of represents. In in, in everywhere except the United States, uh Transformers was doing fine. Um it had a bunch of Japanese follow-ups to G1 there were the the european uh, comics and toy lines that continued after G1 ended in the states in the in 1990 over here it was basically a dead brand G2 flopped horrendously in the united states it did pretty well in europe because they love those fucking hideous colors but uh over here and also
1: because they had the Marvel UK comics yes. to uh reinforce them
0: yes they they actually had media all we had was like re-airs of g1 with terrible cgi edited into it for like bumpers and stuff um and after that it was like two years of nothing um and hasbro was trying to figure out what they could do to reinvigorate and they had this they had the idea to like make them all animals and go really really hard into like Toy engineering to make them extremely poseable and 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 very advanced as compared to the fucking bricks of plastic that most G one toys are. Even towards the end, most G one toys were just these fucking bricky ass motherfuckers. Um, and so they 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 went to Canadian studio Mainframe for the animation, who of course also did beloved question mark show reboot. Um.
1: Reboot is beloved. Come on now.
0: It looks worse than Beast Wars, though.
1: I didn't say anything about.
0: <laughs>
1: Listen, I also said that Beast Wars is beloved, is beloved. just not by me.
0: <laughs> so and, and so that's how Beast Wars kind of happened. It has uh, three seasons, and like I said, it's got it, it holds this very unique place in um, the uh, the the franchise, and of course, because eighties nostalgia is out and nineties nostalgia is in. The next Transformers movie is Beast Wars themed. It's Rise of the Beasts. All the guys from the Beast Wars are back. They're here. I, I don't think Cheetor's gun will be his ass if they are. If, I think they're too cowardly to make that the case. But,
1: <laughs> you know. I hate to say it, but it looks good. It looks good. <laughs> the to thing be, about it is it do look good. I,
0: I, 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 I simply do not see. I do not perceive Pete Davidson Mirage. I simply do not see it.
1: I absolutely do. Are you kidding me?
0: It's pretty funny. Mar-
1: like Mirage has fucked Kim Kardashian. Come on now.
0: <laughs> he, he, he would. Where's where's that episode <laughs> G- the the it's the, the, power of the yeah. story? Ah, <laughs> uh, season 2 uh... G- a good time. So, over the course of this lengthy hiatus, uh anyone wants to guest on any of the Beast Wars episodes, please feel free to contact me uh not audrey as you will be on uh vacation in i mean Beautiful. you can try to
1: contact me i just want to answer
0: you're just gonna be chilling on the beach
1: <laughs> i super am uh i'm taking three bathing suits baby
0: and so yeah contact me and i will I i'll get you in. there's a lot of fun episodes to be had in uh season one of beast wars and yeah so that'll and that'll be another short one. i think there are only 13 episodes of uh season one of beast wars if i remember correctly it's not a very long show because it was so fucking expensive
1: and it looked and listen it paid off look, look at, at, look at how the good money, it looks
0: you <laughs> can see the money right on the screen hey that, that, was, that <laughs> was a lot of money back in the 90s
1: listen you know what it it did pay off like not necessarily in the way it looks but in the returns like they got oh, their yeah. roi oh, so
0: yeah. and maybe they uh fucked it all up in in the sequel series but hey that's a story for another time
1: which i've never watched so i can't wait
0: oh it's gonna be great (laughs) that that's gonna be one of the one of the few times we're both just completely blind and have no idea what's going on
1: i think that might be the only time we're both completely blind well no that i guess uh, i have
0: never seen cyberverse but i have you have
1: uh but i have neither of us have seen earth spark so that'll be new
0: that'll be new but yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. Of course, I'm near. You can find me on Twitter at Dragonsmoocher. Find me on Tumblr at Cyclonus, last S with a 5 instead. Um, and on co-host at Dragon Snuggler. Uh, and you can find my various other projects in various other places, such as Ready for Your Hyaluron, which has also been on uh, hiatus recently because of the same reasons this was on hiatus mostly. Uh, at Highland Radio we're gonna boot that back up we're gonna spend the Patreon back up it's been on a break for a really long time but we're gonna get our shit together and we're gonna we're gonna start pumping out those those Final Fantasy 14 companion podcasts um, and of course that is something I do with my friend Jane also with her I did a show called the Podcast of Power at Podcast of Power all about the 2018 reboot of She-Ra which is a good ass show and I am currently on hiatus from it but you can find my voice on a large majority of the episodes of Disney Minus at Disney Minus Pod on Twitter. Um, I don't know what they're doing right now. I think because it's because they're on hiatus. Because I'm on hiatus, but they're still going, they're still doing stuff. And that'll be it for me.
1: Uh, i'm audrey you can find me on tumblr twitter and co-host although there's nothing on that last one at optimum on prime that's my funny robot internet joke you can also listen to the other podcast i do called pot of greed it's about Yu Gi Oh. we've just started season one of five d's and so far it fucks severely um that's that pot of greed cast um i've also been cast in the pilot of a uh new audio drama i'm can't share any more information with you guys about that right now. Um, but uh, I've listened to some of the clips of the completed scenes and, Oh, it's good. So I can't wait to share more information about that soon. And I'm starting a new podcast as well with a friend of mine on the moonshot network um, that I don't have more information about right now, but I can tell you it is about the New York food scene. So, Ooh. um, you know, uh, Wait around for more news about that. um I think that's it. So um until next time, I'm going to. Uh, oh, wait. Do we want a noise space? Haha. Ha. Yeah, we we are on, on noise, noise space. space, folks. We are on noise space. Um, that's at xyz It's a network we're very happy to be a part of. There's lots of other good stuff there. We've talked about it before. I'm not going to mention names right now, but give that a listen. Um, join our Discord. Uh, if you join now, you'll get to be here in time for Dark at the Moon. What a treat for you. Dark at the Moon, return. the rave
0: reviews are in. It's not as racist as the second one.
1: And less children are killed.
0: Mm, I think more children might be killed, actually. Eggs. Considering Eggs. what happens. Eggs. Oh, the eggs, right. Okay. Eggs. No Cybertronian children are harmed in the making of Dark of the Moon. Human children uh get back to us on that.
1: Who cares? Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh we do a bunch of fun stuff besides that. Again, like Nero and I have been a little bit a wall the past few weeks because of stuff in our lives, but we do Jackbox nights. We have like a a pretty nice community there, so join our Discord. Um And I think that is actually it now. That will be it, yes. Yeah, so um, until next time, I'm going to uh, pack my suitcase for a month-long trip, transform and roll out.
0: I'm going to go uh, what the kids call gorilla mode, transform and roll out.
1: Peach. Peach. Love that gorilla glue.